Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, live and feedback. We do have a message on Southern Structural Solutions text line, talking about the game with A&M and Arkansas tonight. Predicting the score, A&M 67, Arkansas 62. So that's somebody that has uh, lost confidence in the Razorbacks and what they're able to do, predicting that A&M is going to come in and get a win tonight in a lower-scoring game. I don't see why not. I mean, we've lost our last three games, 0-3 in conference. Uh, The team's playing with no confidence, it seems. you know, what can Muscle and his staff do to get the boys back on track? I know we're not used to being in, being in, in this position uh, of losing three straight games. And so, you know, at this point, we need guys like Devo Davis, who's been there four years, which is something you rarely see, you know, guys staying four years. Guys um, like him got to step up and be a leader and get things going. Because if not, it's going to be a train wreck fast if we don't get this game tonight. Speaking of eligibility and staying somewhere a certain amount of time, Talia Tonga-Vailoa, Tua's brother, he applied for a six-year of eligibility with the NCAA, and it was denied. So now he's going to enter the 2024 NFL Draft. He was in the transfer portal, so originally he was at Alabama. He was at Maryland most recently. He applied for the six-year waiver to have uh, another year of eligibility it was denied and Alabama and Nick Saban they were in full support of Talia getting an additional season they wrote letters of support to the NCAA but it was denied so now he's going to focus on getting into the NFL draft what would be the reason he get a six year was he hurt was it an injury you know medical or does he just want another year because he feel like he hasn't accomplished all of his goals? Do, do we know the answer to that? It's simply because when he was at Bama, he played five games as the third-string quarterback. And um, I think there was a, there's a limit of four games. But yep, four they games. said that, that he just played a couple of snaps against Duke and another couple against Mississippi State. So that season, he played 22 snaps against Western Carolina, and the maximum threshold is four games, but it was five games, but they talked about how it was only two snaps in a couple of games. And so that don't matter. You know, that, 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 yeah, matter. that resulted in <laughs> him having more than the amount of games that were there. So Alabama was somebody that was on board for that. But that explains why come Alabama is supporting that because they stole his redshirt year. They stole that. So of course they was gonna write the NCAA trying to get him get him another year because they wasted that kid's redshirt year. So if we're going by the rules, then you know, he should not get a six year. Going uh, by the rules that's already laid out, he shouldn't get a six year. Yeah. Yeah, and Maryland, they they filed a waiver on his behalf, and they said that Alabama was in full support. And um, he just said, you know, overall, he understood the process, and now he has to look forward to the next step. So he said there's no hard feelings there, even though he was hoping to be able to come back and play for another season. And it looked like he was going to be at a third school because he was in the transfer portal. And that could be why the NCAA ultimately denied it also, 
because he was looking to transfer for a third time. Not only get a waiver for an additional season, but he was also looking to transfer for a third time and be at another school. Any good, Joe? You seen him play? He is good. And is he any good? Yeah, he's run those high-powered offenses like they did when Tua was at Bama and Michael Loxley, who was the offensive coordinator for Bama at the time, he's the head coach at Maryland. And so that was why you saw Talia transfer to Maryland in the first place to go run that same style of offense. He's um he's about the same height as Tua, but he's he's slimmer. You know, he's he has more of a slim build. And so in the run game, he probably is a little bit more explosive, but he he prob he brings a lot of the same elements to the table that Tua does. And we know that Tua can move around a bit, but he's not necessarily looking to run. Talia can run a little bit better than what Tua can run. Well, if he's ready to come on out, then, you know, come on out. I think the only reason he would go back is, you know, I guess to try to improve his draft status. But, uh, and I'm not sure how much money he's making, you know, in college. But if if you feel like you're ready, then go ahead and come on out, you know, and be a, you know, a fifth, sixth round pick. Because right now, those fifth, you know, those those guys going later rounds are, you know, doing better anyhow. So, you know, go ahead and come out and see if you can, you know, walk in your brother's shadow or surpass your brother. And that's definitely what it would be where um, you have seen, and, and it kind of goes back to how we were talking about Joe Flacco and maybe some of these veteran quarterbacks that are free agents getting an opportunity. Well, you see that a guy like Brock Purdy, who was drafted late, Drafted in the seventh round was the last pick of the NFL draft. And the way he's been able to make a way for himself in playing, getting on the field, playing at a high level, now you will see them pay more attention to some of these quarterbacks that come in that are, are lower round draft picks because they are looking at the success that Brock Purdy has had. Well, Tom Brady and those guys are low-risk, high-reward. You ain't got to pay them a lot of money. And if they come in and do well... Guess what? You still hold their rights for three more years to where you don't have to give them a big check until their fourth year. So, you know, why not wait and take a guy, you know, later on if you have a guy right now that you're still trying to read, you know, as far as can he do the job or not. So, you know, it makes sense. But let's not bring up Brock Purdy name because somebody's going to call back in. No, that's that, that's not happening. That's not happening at all. But, you know, you always want to give credit where credit is due, and it doesn't matter, matter what the circumstances are, win or lose. I think you summed it up best as far as, you know, talking about your favorite teams and what happens. You know, they're going to win games, they're going to lose games, but you're going to be fine no matter what happens. You want them to win, but if they don't win, it's not the end of the world. You And especially in this line of work and if you're doing this as work and that's the business that you you're you're conducting you have to be able to work no matter what it is if if your favorite team wins or lose you have to be prepared to talk about it and it's not all it's not going to be one of those things where you're riding high because of a win one week and then you're down the next week and you can't even talk or function no if this is the job that you do you do the job regardless of what happens on a field, on a court. Let me explain, Let me explain something to you, Joe. When it comes down to being a fan, you know, a Cowboys fan and a Lions fan, listen, I'm a fan, but I'm also an ex-player, so I know how to separate the business part of it and the fan part of it. So, for example, we, you know, I cheer each and every Sunday just like all the fans, but on the inside, I know how things are really ran. So... I know how to keep things, you know, even keel and not get so much to where I'm really high up. Now, I may come on the radio and go on Facebook and talk about the Cowboys and Lions and be all excited, you know, because I'm a fan. But I still I understand how it works on the inside and how, you know, certain things people think is, is a certain way. It's, it's really not that way. And so I know how to separate the two, man. So I don't get, you know, so high like my man John does to where he wake up and everything he does is about one team. Top recruit for the 2026 class, Julian Lewis. He was going to he is going to USC, so he's committed there, but he was in the 2026 class and now he's going to reclassify to get into the 2025 class. We see this happen 
quite a bit with players where they're going to be on campus as soon as they can. They get there for a semester. And, um, but in this case, it looks like he's reclassifying for an entire year where he would essentially, right now he's a sophomore, but he wants to get on, on campus in the next couple of years. So next year where he's going to graduate early and he's committed to USC. He said, since I was seven years old, one of my goals has been to play Division I football. Through hard work and sacrifice, that goal has become a reality. I've been blessed to have two good seasons under Coach Joey King, and I have confidence that after this coming season, I'll be ready to compete at the next level. So after much prayer and talking with my family, coaches, and trainers, I'll be reclassifying to the 2025 class. And uh, he's looking to get in college as soon as he can. Joe, how do you feel about those guys that that they're done with high school in December and they report to the college campus in January and miss out on the rest of their senior year so they can get there early? And I want to hear your opinion before I give mine. At this point, Reg, it's kind of become the norm. And so because of the fact that it's become the norm, and uh, you see so many players doing it. It's not like, you know, it's a rarity and you see only players doing it here and there. Now, has it become a norm because this is what these guys want to do or has it become a norm almost because it's been forced upon them and this is what the schools prefer and they want those guys on campus as soon as possible so they can get a jump on any, everything. Now, if it's become the norm because this is what the players want, and they want to get a jump start and be acclimated to the college life as soon as possible, I think that that is an advantage for them. But if it's a thing of this is how it is and they're being pressured to do it from the standpoint of the schools being the norm, then that that is a problem. And I get it, but I don't like it. And, and I'll tell you why. We all in our forties and fifty years old now, and we know how it is. You're a kid. Don't rush your life. Your senior season, your senior year of high school, is something you can never get back. So, yes, you leave and you come back for your prom and your graduation, but you're missing out on all the little things you can never get back because you left early. If you're a four star, you're a five star, and you sign with the Power Five College, guess what? You're going to play when you get there. Because the days of red shirting and sitting out are gone because they understand that if you don't play now, you're probably going to leave and go in the portal. So why are you rushing your life trying to get somewhere and you're missing out on things that's very important to you being 17, 18 years old at this point in life? So although I understand why they're leaving because they want to get there, um, go through spring, learn the plays, so they got a better shot and, and they have a better understanding of the offense or defense come the fall, you're still leaving behind something that you're going to regret years ago, especially if where you're going, it doesn't work out for you. And you get to your 30s and look back and be like, man, I should have stayed in high school and finished out my last semester. I don't like how they are forcing kids to rush their life. That's the portion I don't like about it. You definitely agree with that. You know, you mentioned something that, is very meaningful that uh, especially at a certain age when you are younger you don't want to rush things and, and a lot of times you don't realize that until you get older but I'll tell you on the flip side Reg these kids they're ultimately all trying to make it to the next level and we know it's only going to be a small percentage that makes it to the next level but for the ones that do go through this process and they ultimately make it to the next level have a good life, make a lot of money. Those are the ones that they're not going to have those regrets. Now, you know, like said, it's a small percentage, so you're going to have a lot of them that may have some regrets. But everything is filtering down where they're making money in college, and it's even filtered down to the high school level, so everything is being sped up. It's just a different way altogether from how how it was when we were in school and kind of what's going on now so once again it goes back to this really is the norm for them and they kind of look at it in a different way they may get older and, and may not have those same regrets simply because 
this is something that is normal to them. It's not anything that's out of the, the ordinary. Well, a lot of them are following suit because you look at a guy at Mills, um, Charleston Collins. He's already done and he's already in Fayetteville. And kudos to Charleston. But then you see Courtney Crutchfield who's staying and he's finishing up his last semester. You know, it's all about decisions and choices. And, you know, me being 48 years old, maybe I can look back and say, man, you know, I know what my senior year was like. I enjoyed my senior year and I enjoyed my classmates. Um, because what's for you is for you. So if you're meant to go pro, no matter if you leave a month and a half early or you stay here for your last semester, if you're meant to go pro, if it's already ordained for you to go, then you're going whether you go now or you go in the fall. But don't rush your life trying to get somewhere that's going to already be, that's waiting on you to come. That's my point. So if I had a son, my son, son, enjoy your senior year of high school. You would never get that back. You would never get it back. Yeah, you come back for prom, but you missed the last couple of months of, you know, senior skip days and little things that, Joe, we all know we did. College is going to be there. The people you're going to see, they don't really care about your well-being. Can you come help them win games? That's what they care about. So it's the, the, the part of playing with the kids mental I don't like. Now, maybe I'm just ranting, but I think ahead and I think about what the things we did and the things they're doing. Man, that's something you can't rush to get grown because Bill's waiting on you. Kids and marriage and everything <laughs> else is waiting on you. So enjoy your life while you're 16, 17, 18 years old because, like Coach Nutt would always say, these are the best days of your life and you don't even know it. And we didn't know it. And now we know it because we're grown with bills and things of that nature. So that's my rant. I'm done. Good luck to all the kids doing what they're doing. And, and it is going to come down to individual situations and kind of a preference there. You referenced two of them, and it can work out for both those guys. And, and that's what it's become more of or what it can become more of. It's just going to be a, a situational deal. No matter how highly recruited you are in the recruited rank, recruiting rankings, it can work out for both guys, and uh, every situation is different. So it, it shouldn't have like a, a standard to it to say this is the way that it, it should be or this is the way it is, this is the way it has to be. It's just based on individuals. What do they think is best for them at the time they are making these decisions? But we are starting to see it a lot more and in this case, with the quarterback that's going to USC, Julian Lewis, he was recruited by Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, and Oregon. He's 16 years old, and he decided that he is going to USC, and he's going to do that next year as opposed to 2026. Man. Live your life, kid. Be a kid. <laughs> adulthood, adulthood is going to be there, trust me. Here, here's something also that's changed, and, and we realize this too with social media being a big part of these kids' lives. You know, No matter if you're an athlete or just a kid growing up at this, at this time, social media is big. This guy has 131,000 followers on Instagram. So... It's almost like he's in that spotlight, and like we said, you know, with NIL, he already, you could just imagine that he's going to have something set up for him, if not already something in place for him while he's in high school. That's just, that's just where it is now. A new day, a new age, a new era that we know nothing about. <laughs> And let's look at some of uh, some of the stats that he has over the past two seasons as the starting quarterback for Carrollton High School in Georgia. That's the same high school that Trevor Lawrence went to. He has a total of 7,212 yards, 96 touchdowns, and completing 66% of his passes. So the, the guy can play. He's a player. No doubt. And, you can see why he's being recruited by all these all these schools, but ultimately he chose USC. Hey, you can't be mad at him for that, man. So, you know, good luck to the kid and all these kids, man. You know, I just want these parents to 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 sit back and think 
and let their kids be kids and not rush them. Because I guarantee you some of these kids are being rushed into this thing because of the money these kids are getting in college. Let's I go to the phone you, Joe. and talk to Rick in East Arkansas. What's up, Rick? Hey, Reg, how y'all doing? Uh, I might have missed a little bit of it, but uh, Reg, uh, I want to say I was a poor kid growing up, and uh, and I don't know if you were a poor kid or not, but if you're one of them kids that want to, and I agree with you, you're missing a lot because I, I was a principal for like 20 years. Uh, you might miss that, but if you have a chance and kids, when they leave at uh, their at semester of their senior year, can they get, if you're a poor kid, can you get the NIL money then? That may make a difference for all their family. And I didn't know if y'all talked about that or not. And then my second question is, Reg, did you ever get that coaching job you was looking for? Because I'm pulling you up for you 100%. Hey, I'll let y'all well. talk <laughs> hey, appreciate it, Rick. You want me to ask that question first? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're coming up on the break, so you can you can uh, say what you want to say, or we can come back to it on the other side. Yeah, we'll come back on the other side. Okay, it's out of bounds live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swin. You want to get involved in the show? You can call five zero one six six one one zero three seven. Text Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-621-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback, always get into the show. And stay tuned for more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. In college basketball today, the SEC returns to action. It'll get started at 4 as 6th-ranked Tennessee will host Florida. That game will be on ESPN2. Missouri will take on Alabama and Tuscaloosa at 6 on SEC Network. South Carolina hosts Georgia at 8 on ESPNU. And Arkansas would try to get a much-needed win tonight as they host Texas A&M at 8. The Aggies come into the matchup with a 10-6 record and 1-2 in conference. They're coming off a big win on Saturday against 6th-ranked Kentucky, winning 97-92 in overtime. Coverage for that game can be heard on the buzz starting at 7.30. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC postgame show. And nationally, there's only one ranked matchup tonight. 20th-ranked BYU will host 24th-ranked Iowa State at 8 on the Big 12 Network or ESPN+. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball, 103.7 The Buzz. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500s equipped with the 5.3 V8 requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. 
What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. Fellas, what's good. Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. Mm. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. San Jose State becomes the latest school with an opening. When uh, their head coach, Brent Brennan, he's taking a job at Arizona. So now the latest opening is San Jose State because Brent Brennan is going from there to Arizona. And he has history with Arizona. He was a finalist for the job in 2020 when Jed Fish was hired. And also, he, um, he was on the staff as a grad assistant in 2000 under Arizona's all-time wins leader in Dick Tomey. So he has history at school. He coached at San Jose State for the past seven years. And now he's on his way to Arizona where he's going to be the new head coach at Arizona being on a five-year contract to be the school's next head coach. When the opportunity knocks, you got to answer that door, man. You know, you, man, people don't get a, a lot of chances to, to um, go venture off and be a head coach. So when that chance comes, you have to answer that call. And, and so good luck to him. Uh, I don't know many people that follow Arizona, <laughs> except the people on the West Coast. But, man, good luck to him. Well, they started to follow Arizona this season because they had a really successful season. And because of that, that result, they lost their head coach, Jet Fish, who took the Washington job. And so it's just become a domino effect. Domino where, effect. Yeah, yeah. We get these jobs filled, and then one opens. And uh, you'll continue to see this happening until all the jobs are filled somewhere along the way. But Brent Brennan, he's 50 years old, and... Um, he was 26 and 19 over the last four seasons at San Jose State. So he's been there overall seven years, but over the last four seasons, 26 and 19 record. So they uh, they've been playing pretty good ball, and you see he's rewarded with a new contract for a new school as their head coach. Yeah, and you know I'm hoping to have the same treatment, Joe. Um, I'm going to call the ads last segment about. 
the next job, and I've already applied for the job at Southwest High School. Um, I'm really hoping I get that job because I know what that school needs. Uh, I know what those kids needs, and I know exactly what it takes to turn that school around and turn that football program around, Joe. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting the phone call for the interview in the next week and a half or so and seeing where it goes from there. But I'm definitely praying and hoping I get that job because that's a beautiful, beautiful complex. Um, and people say a lot of bad things about Southwest, man, but it's not as bad as people uh, say it is. All Southwest need is good leadership, and they have it now. Mr. Maxey, the new principal that just got here, and need a football coach that can instill some discipline. And so uh, that's one thing I'm known for is not playing with the kids and, you know, teaching them kids all about life and how to maneuver and, you know, how to play football. Uh, yes, sir, no, sir. Because a lot of these things, a lot of these kids are missing the yes, sir, no, sir. All you hear is yeah and no. And so when you're trying to build a program, it starts with the culture. It starts with trying to get those kids to be respectful. It starts one step at a time. And so I know how to build that program. So, I, you know, hopefully the next week and a half or two, you know, I get the phone call and, you know, I pray I get it. But if I don't, hey, I'll continue doing what I'm doing. And you've been doing a great job with that, just coaching the youth, coaching youth football in Arkansas. And like you mentioned, it is all about opportunities and you want to continue to grow. You want to take that next step and go from youth football to the high school ranks and continue to move on from there. That's what it's all about. That's the thing, Joe. I'm looking to do high school. My son talked about, Dad, maybe you just like Coach Prime and you can go from high school to college. But that's not my goal. My goal is to, you know, a school like Southwest Joe, is I can get over there and coach but also mentor. And that's my biggest thing is, yes, I know football. Yes, I know the ins and outs of offense, the defense, special teams. But when I can talk to those kids, because they do the same thing they're going through right now. You know, I grew up with basically nothing. You know what I mean? And my mom and dad and stepdad they did the very best they could. And so when you talk about getting the person over there that, that can relate to what they're going through and know how to talk them and coach them and teach them about how to survive the struggle. And, oh, by the way, let's win some football games. See, I can do all of that because I know the struggle of how it is to grow up. And you don't have the best. But still, you know, set your goals and strive and become the best person you can be while becoming the best football player you can be. But it starts off with, you know, becoming the best person you can be because when you're a good person, that goes beyond football. You can, there's life after football. And if you're not a good person, you're not going to survive after football anyway because you're not going to be able to get a good job. So it starts with discipline, structure, and building a culture that those kids can strive in and produce in and do well in the classroom. As far as youth football, what uh, what's the max age that it, it goes to for the organization that you have? Twelve. And so it goes to 14 for AAU, but we can't do 14 U in Arkansas because when we started AAU in 2013, we had a meeting with AAA, and the only way that we would be able to use all the high school fields is we had to agree to not do 14U, which, which would be 13 and 14-year-olds because they felt like those kids should be playing school ball. And so the highest we can do is 12U. Okay, and, and that was kind of the, uh, the thinking there. Um, so you would have a couple of year gap, you know, like some of the players, let's say you got the job, some of the players that uh, that you would coach, it would be a couple of years since they actually played in the system that that you were you know you have right now, just because of how it's set up here in Arkansas. But essentially, you for the AAU system, you would be able to coach them up until they actually go to high school, now, outside of well, Arkansas and other places. Well, if I become the head coach of Southwest, I won't be coaching youth football. I'll still be heavily involved, but I've got to focus on the task at hand. So uh, I'll still be over my program. I'll still be over the league, but I will be focused more on Southwest and having my guy, Eric Baker. He'll be, you know, more so the face of, of the league. And, uh, you know, it'll be a great feeder system 
uh, for Southwest because I do have the kids coming up. And so um, a lot of these coaches around here don't really realize how important youth football coaches are. We have a relationship with those kids starting at four and five years old up until they're 12. And so um, that's why we always say these schools need to get with these youth football programs and get that feeder system going because we are very important to these kids as they get older. And so, you know, being that I already have that relationship with a lot of these kids, uh, it won't be hard for me to get kids at Southwest. A lot of these parents already trust me, and a lot of these kids already love me. And that's the thing is you have trust in those parents, but those kids love me. And those kids will tell you straight up, Coach Reggie is my guy, because he shows us, he tells us, and he's there for us. He shows us he loves us. And that is, that is key to um, having – a great setup, you know, with youth football, and uh, and you are a big part of their lives until you know they're 12 years old and they're not playing there anymore. But you stick with them and, and you keep up with them and see how they continue to progress once they do get into middle school and and high school. It's not as if you lose contact with these guys. This these guys are somebody that you're always going to be a part of their lives, and it, it does go back to when they're really young and they first get started playing football. And as you mentioned, it's more about them just playing football. It's, it's about life itself. Life. And, Joe, you remember the guy we talked about the other day who I told you who used to curse a lot? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, we actually uh, we actually FaceTimed each other a couple of days ago, Joe, and I tried to screen record it when he said this, but... You can't screen record and also get the volume at the same time. But he said, Coach Reggie, because I hadn't talked to him in maybe four or five months, he said, Coach Reggie, he said, I love you, man. He said, you're the only dad I know. And, man, if I didn't sit there and on FaceTime and start shedding tears, he's 19 years old. He works at uh, at Firehouse Sub out there on Chenal. He has his own apartment now. He has, he has his own car. And he told me, he said, Coach Reggie, you changed my life. He said, I love you, man. He said, you're like my dad. And he said, you He said, you are my dad. He said, man, you know, you changed everything about me and my attitude. And I wish I could have got that uh, recorded, but I couldn't. And when I what? sat back, my wife heard it. My wife heard it. Yeah, yeah. And that's just a moment that is, is good between you and a person. Like, you know, it, it's one thing to, to have it, to be able to cherish it, but mm -hmm. it's meaningful just to come from the heart. And you heard it, yeah, so man. so that's that's yeah. you know that that's the meaning yeah. in itself that you need. That's it's and, all there, and, and that's what it's about, and that's what that's what I want to, because Coach Patton did a great job over there. You know, a lot of people say he didn't, but he did. You know, Coach Patton did what he could, but some of those kids over there, you know, you know, you have to you have to understand and relate to them, and I definitely can relate to them. And so when I see these kids, it's not only in the hallways, you know, I'm not only just going to talk about uh, football, but, hey, young man, pull your pants up. You shouldn't be walking down the hall with your pants sagging. Hey, young lady, pull your shirt down. So it's, it's about teaching them how to be respectful people because after you leave high school, this is a cruel and mean world, and you have to be able to um, adapt and have conversations and look people in the eye, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, and be able to function if you want to have a successful life. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. It's going to be the final segment. We're going to wrap it up and get into some more headlines and some of the things going on in the world of sports. Also, maybe some entertainment. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. Stay tuned. action so close you can feel it or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite 
however you like it. Racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions Apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P slash sports. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Chronic pain can be very bossy. What do I mean? It tells you what you can or can't do. Sometimes it even has the audacity to keep you from working. I missed almost three weeks of work, and I was no longer able to play tennis. The pain was really debilitating sometimes. I missed Thanksgivings. Abby was ready to put the bossy bad back in her past. And that's when she discovered QC Kinetics and their non-surgical treatments for pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine with tens of thousands of satisfied patients, people who have experienced real lasting relief without drugs and without surgery. It has just been the most life-changing, amazing experience. Not only life-changing, but career-saving. I get to continue to do the career that I love. I'm playing tennis again. Stop letting that joint pain boss you around. Start with a free consultation at QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Do you need health insurance? Open enrollment for the Arkansas Health Insurance Marketplace is happening now. Do you have questions about plans and coverage or need help with enrollment? Visit myarinsurance.com to connect with an Arkansan waiting to help at no cost to you. But hurry, the final open enrollment deadline for 2024 health insurance coverage is January 16th. Find help today at myarinsurance.com. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Out of bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Damon Poole, Reggie Swinton. On this day, so January 16th, just five years ago, Steph Curry became the first player in NBA history to hit eight plus threes in three consecutive games. So we know that Steph is the all-time leading three-point shooter in made and attempted shots, but. He uh, he said a little history, and he continues to set history. He did that just five years or yeah, five years ago, where he became the first player in NBA history to hit eight plus threes in three straight games. And still going strong, no signs of slowing down at all. Also on this day, 
Novak Djokovic, he was unvaccinated, and this was just a couple of years ago, 2022. He he was uh, deported from Australia because the Australian Open is going on, and it goes on at this time of the year. So he wasn't able to compete in the Australian Open, and at the at the time he was uh, defending champ, number one in the world. And uh, he's somebody that's played at a high level. He went through some things where he wasn't able to play in a lot of these Grand Slams that were going on. And then he came back to win. And it was a special moment for him where he actually got back on the court and he was able to win one of the Grand Slams after being told that he couldn't compete in some of the ones over the past couple of years. And he's still uh, somebody, somebody playing at a high level in tennis. It's called longevity, Joe. It's called longevity. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jessica Pagulia, who is the daughter of the, the Bills owners, she plays tennis, and she's currently in the Australian Open. She was able to win her match, and she celebrated her match. Sometimes you see players in tennis, they'll sign the camera. And she celebrated by signing the camera, Go Bills. So she was excited to get a win in Australia, but also excited in the fact that the Bills were able to get a win and advance in the NFL playoffs. And now they're in the divisional round. Hmm. Also, you have to love with Mike Tomlin. We talked about how these no-nonsense doesn't want to be bothered with certain things and you're going to know about it and he's upfront about certain things he already has told the Steelers and this is why he shunned the question at the time he already has told the Steelers that he plans on coaching in 2024 so he didn't want to be bothered with the question coming from the media right after the game but it's not as if he was sitting around and he has everybody wondering what he's going to do he told the appropriate people that he needed to tell that he plans on coaching next year, and he's already relayed that message to the Steelers. Here's the thing, though, Joe. Is he going to get a new contract in the offseason? Because coaches rarely coach that last year of their contract. It's either they get fired like now or they re-up for two or three more years. It's going to be odd. It's going to be a strange offseason for Pittsburgh. Well, that's why the speculation was there to begin with. It's not as if this was something that was coming from him. It was the fact that people were trying to connect the dots to say he's going into the last year of his contract. Are they going to extend him? And from the Steelers' standpoint, they said in the off season that they planned on extending him and that even here late in the season, that was the talk, that they planned on extending him it's the fact that it hadn't been worked out, but once you get into the season, you're concentrating on what is happening during the season. You're not really thinking about the extension and what's to come. And the Steelers, they, you know, say what you want to say about them. They have a certain way of doing business, and their way of doing business is this would be the time to extend the coach and not two years out. And they do the same thing for players. And a lot of times it bothers the players because players want that security. They want as many years on that contract as possible, and it's still meaningless in the end simply because NFL players don't have guaranteed contracts like NBA players, MLB players. But they do want that security to say that this is what's on paper for so many years to come, but they have a certain stance and a certain way of doing business. That's just kind of how they operate where they don't do it two years out where they'll sign someone to an extension, whether it's a player or a coach. They, they do it the year before. That's when they make, they make their extensions and they go about their business, and they just they stick to it. Your, they make you fulfill your obligations. Well, no, not, not that. Not that they're going to make him coach through this upcoming season. Their, their plan is to do it a year out. They don't want to do it anything more than a year out. So when you're two years out, like he would have been coming into this season, they didn't they didn't want to do it because that's not what they do. And he already understands that. So exactly, yeah, he's been there for years, seventeen straight seasons, but with no losing season, they have a mutual agreement. They understand each other. 
their family, basically. And so that's what it was more about. It was more about if there was going to be a move made here, it was going to be because Mike Tomlin was the one making the move to say, I, I want to do something different or I want to you know, take some time to sit back and think about the future. It was going to come from him. It wasn't coming from the Steelers' standpoint. Right. U.S. Women's National Team striker Mallory Swanson, formerly Mallory Pugh, is now the NWSL's highest paid player. She re-signed with Chicago, and it's, it's a uh, four-year contract for $2 million. So it's the biggest contract in NWSL history. She surpassed a couple of players. Um, Maria Sanchez, who had a $1.5 million contract for three years, and then Trinity Rodman, who had a four-year deal just a couple of years ago for $1.1 mil, but she now hits that $2 million barrier where she, over the next four years, with a fifth-year option. And it was important for her to stay in Chicago because she's married to Chicago Cubs shortstop Dansby Swanson, so... Now that they stay in the same city, it works out for them, works out great for them as a family, that they're able to stay close to each other. And we see with athletes that sometimes they can be spread out, and, uh, but for them, in this situation, it works out well for them to be close to one another. And that's rough. That's really rough when both of y'all athletes and you know, y'all's catch is always off, and so you're never really around each other, so that kind of works out. It doesn't kind of work out. It works out for both of them to, to really be around each other more. Birthdays today, you have Calvin Harris, who's a DJ. He's celebrating a birthday. He's 40. Dwayne Wade, 42 years old. Kid Rock and Lil John. they were born on the same day, both 53 years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Obama okay. is 60 today. Jim Carrey, 62. Mari Povich, 85 years old. Steve Harvey, 67 years old. So a lot of great birthdays today. And uh, James Earl Jones, 92 years old. Also wow. born on, on this day, Betty White and Muhammad Ali. They both have passed on. But they were uh, both born on today, January 16th. So a lot of great birthdays out there today all together. Well, it's been another great day here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate Todd Pierce, who was with us earlier. Appreciate Damon Poole. Reg, always appreciate you spending some time on Out of Bounds. And until next time, we're going to do it again here soon. But until next time, stay tuned for Drive Time Sports coming up next. Now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale. Up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries 